Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. You can listen to the show on the free Odyssey app. You can lock in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody tuned in on a smart speaker. Thank you very much. There is no show without you. On a Monday night, what does that mean? In September, that means Monday night football. We got another doubleheader tonight. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The final score, 25-11. to 11. The Eagles improved to 3-0. Only 3-0 teams in the NFL right now. The Eagles the San Francisco 49ers, and then you can go ahead and put the Miami Dolphins in that category as well. And we know what they did to the Broncos yesterday, smashing them 70-20. to We're going to talk about the Eagles. We're going to hear from some of the players. We're going to hear some of the big plays for tonight, and we'll do that momentarily. We have another matchup. I told you it was a doubleheader uh, in the NFL right now in Cincinnati as the Bengals host the Los Angeles Rams. The score there, 16-9 Cincinnati leads. There's about eight minutes left in the game. Joe Burrow did play tonight. A lot of conversations over the past few weeks, or the past week, as to whether or not he should play with that calf strain. Well, he played. He is still playing. Jamar Chase has 141 yards receiving. Joe Burrow has thrown the ball 49 times they currently have the ball and they are trying to get it into the end zone so Joe Burrow ridiculously active he's going to go over 50 pass attempts tonight uh, to go along with as of right now 259 yards he has thrown one interception and no scores and I don't know maybe we were all deked into a little bit of oh my god is he playing is he not playing is he hurt is he whatever the case might be 
I mean, they letting them throw the ball a whole hell of a lot. And so we'll see what takes place as they lead 16-9. to And they are currently lining up Evan McPherson to go out there and, and put some insurance on the board. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. 54-yard field goal attempt is good. Cincinnati now leads 19-9, to about seven minutes left in the game. Uh, let's talk about the game that already concluded, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles beating Tampa Bay 25-11. Uh, Tampa Bay losing its first game of the season with Baker Mayfield. They now have a record of 2-1. and I told you about the Eagles going up to 3-0. and This game, let me be real, not, not competitive. Sorry. I mean, there's a good portion of the game where the Eagles led 25-3. to It was reported earlier on in the evening that Jalen Hurts, not feeling the best, feeling a little under the weather. No, no major physical ailments, thank God. We got enough quarterbacks dealing with that. Jimmy Garoppolo, concussion protocol. Derek Carr, sprained shoulder. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but Hurts finishes tonight 277 yards passing. Uh, one touchdown to go along with a rushing touchdown as well at the goal line. Uh, A.J. Brown, a lot of conversations as to uh, him not being happy getting the ball in that last game. 131 yards receiving. Philadelphia, 201 yards rushing on the ground. Philadelphia has now won 19 out of 20 regular season games where Jalen Hurts has been the starter. That's why this dude is making the big bucks. Is why he's making a major paper. And let's go ahead and take a listen to some of the play calls from tonight as to, uh, you know, get things rolling. The first TD on the board, Jalen Hurts connects with the former Falcon, Olamide Zacchaeus, making it 10-3 to in the second quarter. Hurts in the gun. He's back. He steps up. He's looking. Still looking. Has time. Let's it go. And it is complete. Touchdown! You give Jalen Hurts enough time, Zacchaeus got open, and Jalen threw a 34-yard strike. Yeah, this was this was taking taking place in Tampa, by the way. Ass kicking. I told you Jalen Hurts had one of those patented quarterback sneaks. He punched it in from the one-yard line, and he made it 20 to three in the third quarter. Here they are again. Hurts to sneak. He does, and he's in. He is in that time, no doubt about it. They have yes, a, he is in. He's in. Yes, touchdown. Now they call it. Yeah, this is what this man does. This guy probably squats offensive linemen, Jalen Hurts does. He ain't going to have no problem punching the ball in. And then they continued on, okay? At pretty much to end the game, at one point, the Eagles went on about a nine-minute drive just to, to send things home and keep things quiet. Uh, Jalen Hurts able to connect with A.J. Brown on a first down that pretty much closed down the game. And all of this audio, courtesy of the Eagles Radio Network. Listen. Hurts takes the snap. He looks. He goes to Brown, who takes it on a quick slant and should have a first down. Yep. He does. Hurts to Brown, and that will wrap it up. That's all she wrote, man. Come on. Every time I looked over at this game in the studio, I'm like, okay. Am I surprised? Am I shocked? I mean, good on Tampa Bay for being able to even be in the position uh, to be 2-1 and one right now. 
Baker Mayfield finishing tonight with his first loss as a buck, only 146 yards passing to go along with a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Tampa Bay only 41 yards on the ground. And so the Philadelphia Eagles, A, were able to take advantage of them uh, offensively and then take away Tampa's will uh, with their defense. And so the Eagles 3-0. and oh. After the game, Nick Sirianni, the head coach of, of Philadelphia, he showed love to both his offense and his defense for getting things done. You know, I thought we did a, I thought we played a really good game on the O-line, D-line, um, being physical against a physical group. That's a, that's a good defense. That's a good uh, offensive line. And uh, so I just, I just felt like we came away just, just really playing our game and, and we want to be, you know, tough and together. And we definitely, you know, Part of toughness is being physical, and that's that was uh, what I felt like what really stood out to this game. Well, physical is certainly what they did. 25 points to 11. The Philadelphia Eagles go down to Tampa and beat the Buccaneers. So what's next for the Philadelphia Eagles? They got Washington. And, oh, yeah, Washington got its, its lunch money taken by Buffalo. They got smacked. I know there was a whole lot of – of the comeback against Denver and, and Buffalo beat them 37 to three. And so Sam Howell needing to uh, come back to reality just a little bit with all of the turnovers and actually the four interceptions uh, that he threw yesterday. So he's still, a, he's still pretty much a rookie for the most part. And I would expect Philadelphia to take care of them, but it is one of those NFC East matchups and we have to see what's next. So on the losing side, yeah, that would happen to be Tampa. Not too hot. Todd Bowles, who talks like, I don't know, your substitute teacher. Todd Bowles said, this was hell he told the team after they lost. It was a hard-fought game. We own it, you know. We own it. They stayed in third and short. They got first downs and some good first downs. Uh, we didn't play a good ball game. Uh, they were partly a lot to do with that. So uh, not playing a good ball game, we can't mope about it. We got to get ready for New Orleans. We got to get nursed up and get the injured guys healthy, and we got a division game this week. Oh, that's right. New Orleans coming up next. Well, what's going on in New Orleans? Oh, just Derek Carr dealing with a sprained shoulder. Okay, a little NFC South matchup between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Uh, Tampa Bay having a chance to go 3-1 and one here. They're going to need Baker Mayfield to show up and do a little bit more than throw the ball for only, I don't know, 146 yards. Baker Mayfield talked after his first loss as a Buccaneer. And Baker Mayfield, he detailed why they stunk with the football in his hands. We didn't get that first first down. I mean, Cade made one good catch. Uh early on that was our only first down that we really converted so we started too slow um and, and that's a good football team so anytime you give them more opportunities to, to have the football in their hands they're going to capitalize and we just have to be better on offense as a whole i got to be better um taking advantage of just different outlets and, and things i have early on to uh, i mean it, they're a great defensive front so anytime we have an advantage with uh some of the pass options in the run game and just need to take those and, and move down the road and we just got to play better as a whole yeah that's how it goes. Unfortunately, uh, for well, the team that they're going to oppose next, Derek Carr. This man has a sprained AC joint, and he is currently considered week to week. And so the New Orleans Saints bring this guy in. He's He's been relatively durable 
uh, throughout the course of his career. And this is just how the way the world works, right? He's a saint, and he ends up spraining his shoulder in that loss as the Packers beat the Saints yesterday uh, 18-17. to 17. I-, I might as well put this in here as well. Uh, Derek Carr's injury is not the only one that we saw yesterday. Mike Williams, unfortunately, uh, for the San Diego, I want to call him San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers, Mike Williams uh, blew out his ACL. And so Quentin Johnson should be getting a whole lot more work. And then on the quarterback side, is anybody shocked that this took place? Typically, it would be one of his joints. But Jimmy Garoppolo has been placed in the NFL's concussion protocol. And we saw this last night. Pittsburgh beat Las Vegas 23-18. to Jimmy Garoppolo was out there the whole game. He wasn't available post-game because he was in that concussion protocol. And their head coach, Josh McDaniels, he did talk about Jimmy G and said, well, yeah, he gone. And he was asked what's going to happen in that next game. This is what he said. Last night, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was in the – or being evaluated for a concussion. Yeah, he's in the protocol. He's in the protocol. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll try to do the right thing for the team this week, for sure, no matter what it is, Um, you know, whatever that ultimately ends up being. Um, So, you know, if part of that, we're not going to use this like it would be a preseason game. You know what I mean? So if the best thing for the team uh, would be to do something down that road, then we would we would discuss that and consider it. But uh, we haven't, you know, begun those conversations yet. We will obviously today. Oh, man, just a whole lot of stuff. He ain't saying nothing. Just a whole lot of nothing. Seems surprised. Yeah, say again? You seem surprised. You know he's a Belichick disciple. He ain't giving no, you I'm anything. Not, I'm, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not surprised <laughs> or seeming surprised. It's just his, his particular response there is just a waste. Uh, Brian Hoyer is the, the backup QB, man. Come on. Like, like what are we doing? Here? And Brian Hoyer is, a, is a, a, a Belichick favorite in and of itself. And so the Las Vegas Raiders will continue just to be a complete joke. They're going to take on a team next that can't get out of their own way to save their lives in those same Los Angeles Chargers that I mentioned to you that have now lost Mike Williams. And so the Raiders are, are going to Raider. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be hurt, and the season will just be a complete waste of time. What else is new? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let me tell you something. It's not just the, the Raiders dealing with these issues, QB issues. It's not just the Saints now dealing with the issues and the problems with Derek Carr. Oh, my God. The Jets and the Bears? One has Justin Fields. The other has Zach Wilson. And this is getting ugly in Chicago and New York. We're going to talk about both of these dudes on the other side of the break. I'm going to get to your calls as well, 855-212-4CBS. Right now, the Bengals leading the Rams 19-9. to We'll keep you up to date on that game as it continues on. I'll take your calls. We'll talk some Bears. We'll talk some Jets. We got so much more to get into. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. Here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, JR? I enjoy listening to you when I'm on the road, driving back. You always make a lot of sense, and you're funny as hell. You really have a lot of substance to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is terrible. What's going on in Chicago right now with Justin Fields? It is terrible. What's going on in New York right now with Zach Wilson? Before we went to break, we talked about some of the the injuries to some of the QBs in the NFL right now. Some fresh injuries, if we want to call it that. Uh, Derek Carr is week to week right now with a sprained AC joint in his shoulder. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, after last night's loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jimmy Garoppolo, we found out, is in concussion protocol. And so that's bad news from those two quarterbacks and for those two organizations. But if we want to get even worse, I mentioned to you, we got Justin Fields with the Bears and we have Zach Wilson with the Jets. Let me let me get Justin Fields out the way. This was a beatdown. The Bears lost. They got smoked by Kansas City 41-10. to 10. And it was just, it was sad. The whole entire game was nothing more than a party in Kansas City. And Justin Fields, unfortunately, uh, is just a pathetic, pathetic, sad showing. Uh, 99 yards passing, an interception. He had a touchdown that meant absolutely nothing at the end of the game. Uh, this man is 5-23 and as a starter in the NFL. His passer rating is, is poor. And I don't know how much more time that they're going to give him. I, I can't imagine any scenario of which they pick up his, his fifth-year option. And they, they got smoked. And so now Iberflus is, is having to answer questions to the media and tell everybody how close they are and the loss was bad, et cetera, on and on. This is what head coach Matt Iberflus had to say about the L. Disappointing day for us. Um, and uh, obviously we uh, didn't execute the way we wanted to um, for this uh, particular game. Um, you know, I just talked to the players in there uh, in the locker room and talked to them about uh, the ability to uh, focus and the ability to fight, you know, for, for each other. And we got to keep this thing tight in our locker room. Um, that's the most important thing. There's going to be a lot of outside noise, um, as there always is in the NFL. Y'all stink. It ain't, it ain't about outside noise. Everybody's watching the games. Y'all stink and fields is just flat. And last week, we heard everything that Justin Fields had to say. Maybe it's the coaches that reason why we stink, and the offense, and the play calling, and so on, and so on, and so on. Well, did he point a finger last night? Take a listen. This is what Justin Fields had to say about the Bears. I think with the outcome, of course, nobody on this team wanted this, but um, I don't know if I would call it a, call it a reality check, but because um, I do think the guys every day, um, come in and you know focus get better I think uh, our past Friday I think we did have a good practice then so um I think we just got to keep working and um just just when this next one coming up hey if you want to look on the bright side for for the Bears they got the Broncos next somebody has to walk away with the victory somebody has to walk away with the win and I know this sounds nuts I'm I'm not expecting it to be the Bears. Uh, I think the Broncos are going to pick up a W. That that Russell Wilson guy and Sean Payton dude, uh, I, I think they'll beat the Bears, and then things will continue to be ugly 
in Chicago. Chicago isn't the only place right now where things are ugly for a quarterback. It was pretty disastrous as the New England Patriots beat the Jets for the 15th straight time. I don't even know how I can say it, but it's accurate. It's true. 15 to nothing. New England beat the Jets. Zach Wilson looked pathetic. And it's official. I've tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, at least here to the start of the season. Uh, In watching the game, he is just confused at the line of scrimmage. The ball gets snapped, and he can't deliver the ball. He, He runs himself into trouble, into plays, into poor throws, into being indecisive, and then not easy taking on a Bill Belichick-led team. And so the New York Jets stink. They are now 1-2. and two. Zach Wilson finishing the day with 157 yards. And even Joe Namath, in speaking today on the radio, crap, took a massive crap on Zach Wilson. And I'm sure Zach Wilson is somewhere crying his eyes out, maybe, probably, potentially, as Joe Namath has also killed the New York Jets' management. I don't know if uh, Broadway Joe had himself a drink and was feeling a little loose, but there was no positivity today from wanna, Joe you Namath. You want to hear it, Taylor? Oh, Joe Namath? Yeah, it's, it's on our, our rival radio station, but we, as long as we credit them. Yeah, this is uh, Michael K. show, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, let's listen to Joe Namath take a big old crap on Zach Wilson. Well, and you brought up the coaching. How can a coach make things better for Zach? How can a coach say the locker room's together? How many teams have we been on? Are you telling me there aren't some cats on the defensive side saying, whoa, man, what's wrong with you? Yeah, there's not all harmony in the locker room. And if there is, they need to get rid of the people. You got to get people in there that are competitors and want to fight to win. These guys don't have to be in love with each other. And if, they, if they're saying they're in love with each other, they're BSing you. And you got to get rid of them, top to bottom. What would you, if you, if somebody handed you Zach Wilson and said, okay, Joe, make him better, what would you do? Send him to Kansas City to back up against somebody like Mahomes, maybe he'd learn something. I wouldn't keep him. You know, I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. All right? I've seen enough. Has quick feet, can throw a little bit, but I don't believe what's going on up there. Ouch. Gasoline from the New York Jets' most famous and successful player. The quarterback, the one who won their only championship, their only Super Bowl, and crapped on this dude. Just threw gasoline on the entire team. Can't blame him. Head coach Rob Sala, he preached the opposite because why else would he say anything opposite? He's the head coach. Coach Sala said, I see improvement in Zach Wilson, and Joe Namath says this guy sucks. Listen to the coach. What we see on a day-in and day-out basis is a young man who is much improved from a year ago. He's much more confident. He's much more accurate. He's got much more command of the huddle. He looks better in the pocket. Uh, could have been better yesterday, but he's he's improved, and he's getting better, and uh, he's going through his progressions, and he's... When he is hitting his back foot with his timing and rhythm, I mean, it looks, he looks fantastic. I can't wait until Rob Sala is asked about the comments made by Joe Namath, of which I know 
Rob Sala is going to say, well, Joe is a legend. He is certainly entitled to his opinion. He is not here every day. We're going to get something of the sort. It's just a, a, a sad scenario, a hilarious one, that now even Joe Namath is, is just, uh, he's killing the New York Jets' young quarterback. And the New York Jets are continuing to be the New York Jets. Uh, pretty, pretty sad all the way around. And then on the reverse, I, I, must, I must mention this. Zach Wilson having a rough time here. Justin Fields having a rough time all the damn way around. Somebody's not having a rough time. It's Travis Kelsey. Not only did he catch a touchdown yesterday, we've heard all these, these rumors about him dating Taylor Swift, one of the world's biggest pop stars, and she was at the game yesterday. And so after this beatdown, as Justin Fields had to sit and stand around and, 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 and talk about how bad they are, the Kansas City Chiefs, everybody is talking about Taylor Swift showing up to the game, Taylor Swift leaving with Travis Kelsey, and then this was all in the tabloids all day long. I mean, after the game, it wasn't about beating up on the Bears. Like, everybody was asked about Taylor Swift, including Patrick Mahomes. She's a tremendous, I mean, she's a pop star. She's a tremendous singer, tremendous at everything she does, and I haven't got to meet her. Um, but, I mean, I guess if, it's, if she ends up being with Travis, then I'll probably get to meet her at some point. So it uh, seems, like seems like a good person. So uh, hopefully I get to meet her one day. Did you know she was going to be here? Did you tell anyone that? Or? Yeah, but he, he, told, he told me at, like, the last minute. But there's some things with Trav where he kind of just says it, and you're like, you don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> uh, he says it so calmly. Um, I mean, I remember one time he was like, hey, I'm going to go to the uh, world, one of the World Series or one of the playoff baseball games. And I'm like, you said it so randomly. And then he just went. And I was just like, but the same thing. It was like Friday. He was just like, uh, yeah, I think, I think she's coming to the game today. And then just moved about his business. I mean, to the game this weekend and moved about his business. So you're kind of like, it's, I guess it's, I, I guess that just happens, I guess. So uh, I don't know. It's just Travis. Did they play a football game or are they sitting on TMZ? And it didn't stop there. Andy Reid. Andy Reid is over here getting questions about Taylor Swift and his, his tight end. Listen to this. Sorry in advance for this question. That's all right. Taylor Swift? I, you know what? I've met her before. <laughs> Adam, I set him up. I just leave you with that. <laughs> Everybody got jokes. Bill Belichick, I guess he was happy after a victory over the New York Jets. Nothing makes him happier than beating the Jets. Bill Belichick was on WEEI earlier today to talk about his own damn team. And Bill Belichick was asked about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Listen to what Belichick said today. Where do you fall on that? <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, power couple in the NFL. Travis Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest. What? What? Out of everything, Bill Belichick is excited about that. Like, what in the world are we living in? So in fairness, JR, you do know he actually is a Taylor Swift fan. But there was yeah, relevance we, we, there. There was context. Yeah, there's context there. But it's, yeah. uh, this man doesn't, doesn't get excited about anything, not let alone Travis Kelsey. And so we, we, we've gone down the road here now of two games, a tale of two cities, the Bears stink. The Jets stink. And, and we, we, got, we got people talking about Taylor Swift. New York Jets getting crapped on 
by their own legendary quarterback. And it doesn't stop there. And I know, this is, this is small potatoes. Joe Namath is crapping on his own team. Matt Ryan was on CBS Sports HQ. Matt Ryan was also asked about, you know, the possibility of him joining the Jets. Matt Ryan don't want nothing to do with them. Listen to this. Is there any interest of talking to New York? I'm just curious. This is the first time we're hearing this. What do you say about that? No, not on my end. You know, I, I'm really enjoying, you know, what I'm doing, working with Andrew and Tiki and, and AJ. They've been fun to work with. But, you know, to clear it up, obviously my agent is one of the best at, at what he does. Todd France is incredible. And uh, he wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't looking into certain situations. But he and I talked and, you know, I got, I got no interest in doing that right now. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. <laughs> Yo, can it be? It, it can be worse. But can it be any worse? I mean, damn. The New York Jets suck. The Bears suck. Everybody is is calling them a joke. The Bears get their asses whooped, and, and nobody talks about the Bears. It's like, hey, what's going on with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? The New York Jets lose, and their legendary player, their iconic player, is crapping on the team, and Matt Ryan is just like, I ain't playing for that garbage. Where's Aaron Rodgers where you need him? He needs to come through and stick up for this Zach Wilson guy who is uh, not up not up for the job at all. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And when we come back on the other side, we're going to talk more Monday night football. I'm going to get to more of your calls. Yeah, hit me up about Zach Wilson. Talk to me about the Bears. Damn it, talk to me about Kelsey I don't know. I don't know a lot about Taylor Swift, but we can talk about her too. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about a game that just ended. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, first time caller, love your show. You have a very, very good common sense and analytical way to how you put your stuff out there. Appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We got Monday Night Football. The games are done now, they're over. Just a few minutes ago, the Bengals holding on to beat the Rams 19-16. Los Angeles Rams able to put up a score late, but it was a little too late as they they scored 19-16. Uh, Los Angeles goes for the onside kick. A matter of fact, uh, let's, let's take a listen to pretty much the conclusion of the game, and then we're going to get into some more of it on the other side of the break, and I'm going to get to your calls a momentarily, 855-212-4CBS. Matthew Stafford was able to connect with Tutu Atwell at the end of the game in the fourth uh, to get the Rams close, 16-19. to 19. Uh, Take a listen, courtesy of the Rams Radio Network. From the one, third and goal, trips left for Stafford. He looks that way, he shoots it that way. Tutu's alone in the end zone for the first touchdown of week three for the Rams. It comes with 63 seconds remaining. First touchdown receiving of the season for a Rams receiver. Yeah, so what the hell do you do with a minute left in the game? You score. You're down by three. Well, you naturally say, 
Let's try to kick it to ourselves. Take a listen to this onside kick attempt by the Rams, but the Bengals got their hands on it, courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. 103 to go. Maher ready for the onside kick. The Bengals up three. He dribbles it forward. The Bengals recover it. Mitchell Wilcox grabbing the ball at the 46. And that is Coffin Nails. And that's all she wrote as Cincinnati is able to hold on. 19 to 16 is the final score. Yes, Joe Burrow did play. He played the entire game. He took every pass. 26 of 49 when it comes to completions and attempts. He threw for 259 yards in addition to one INT. After the game, he was pretty much asked if if he was okay and 100%, and he said no, but there are no setbacks, and he was certainly laboring out there. He is a tough you-know-what. Who knows? It might have been a lot of smoke and mirrors as to whether or not he was going to be available to play. But by watching the game, you knew he was not at 100%. And he says, as long as there are no setbacks, he's going to be fine. And so the Cincinnati Bengals able to walk away with a victory, avoiding an 0-3 hole. They are now 1-2 and on the season. They have the Tennessee Titans up next. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Vlad is here from Illinois. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Senior Sport Brief, how you doing today, man? I'm good. Go ahead. Hey, brother. I just want to talk about uh, the field thing, man. It's good news and bad news. The bad news is I'm officially not a Bears fan anymore after what I saw because he can't read defenses and he can't throw accurate passes, man. I, I just don't understand it. It's the same carousel every, every three years. It seems like we get a new manager and we get a new coach. And we're never gonna fix it, man. I just I don't I don't know what to do, man. I'm frustrated. I'm beyond done with it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, my apologies. I don't have no answer for you either. I just know the Bears are gonna continue to suck. Sorry. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. Yeah, Vlad is done, man. He's like done. I'm done with the Bears. Wow. Done with Justin Fields. Done with the Bears. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Lou is here from Rochester. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Lou? Hey there. I, I think that there were a couple of things tonight in tonight's game with the Bengals that I thought were cheap and annoying and in their favor. The first one was Atwell on the initial score there that was reversed by a replay. It was not clear that uh, his heel came down over the line. It looked like his foot was still inside. That, that cost him four points. But even more aggravating was the timeout the Taylor called, where he was like 15 yards or so away from a nearest official. And uh, not even sure that he used any single. Are you, hey, like Lou, are you, like, hey, Lou, are you okay? Am I interrupting you from something? <laughs> Sorry, I was taking my two dogs out. <laughs> okay, do you want to do that I, I later or what's, what's up? What's that? I said, do you want to do that later? It sounds like you're busy, man. It doesn't no, sound. No, I, I don't understand how Taylor can call a timeout from 15 yards away. I didn't even see any hand signal. Like, okay. how do we well, know that we, it we was can a, always, on time? It eliminated we, a touchdown. We, we can always <laughs> uh, pick things apart. And thank you, Lou, for calling from Rochester. Here, listen, man. 
you you know what they 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 could have tried to do or they they could have stopped or attempted to not having Matthew Stafford sacked six times you know not I don't know ha- having Matthew Stafford hit another 10 times you know not turning the ball over and so yes we can go ahead and play the Cincinnati got a hand or this over man come on you got two teams out there we know the referees are always involved somehow some way Look, Cincinnati won a game, and they beat they beat the team with a, a quarterback who's currently dealing with a leg issue. 855-212-4CBS. Rick is here from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, thank you for taking my call again, JR. Uh, basically, I, Joe Burrow's hurt because he plays on, in Paycor Stadium on uh, a field turf. That's why he's probably hurting. This weekend, he, we saw, he, he, uh, hurt him, he hurt uh, himself in the preseason at the yeah. end of July before yep. he stepped onto an NFL field. Okay, he, he's hurt. He, he, has, he has to play a paycor where the field is artificial. That's what I'm saying. Uh, this weekend, you notice that um, Jerry Jones was in State Farm Stadium, a grass field. Uh, his player, Trayvon um, Diggs, got hurt at uh, A&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, uh, on a field term field. He's out for the season. Michael Williams got hurt this weekend. He was at U.S. Uh, Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, field turf, he got hurt. But who got not the worst of the injuries? Derek Carr was at Lambeau Field on natural grass, a hybrid grass field. He was okay. He's going to be possibly could play the season. This is a great thing. But Jerry Jones did, when he looked at State, when he was there at State Park, the Arizona Cardinals, who are so motivated to beat the Dallas Cowboys, they always try to do well against them. They're always motivated, even with Josh Dobbs. So I'm very happy to see people, the NFL players, are after Jerry Jones because he, him sorting field turf and natural grass is what the NFL players need. That's a good justice against uh, Jerry it? Jones. I'm oh, happy I'm to sure. see that. That's why I'm glad that Arizona okay. beat Dallas. I'm, okay, I'm thank sure. you very much for your time and good night. Well, thank you, Rick. I'm sure Jerry Jones doesn't care. 855-212-4CBS. Eric is calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How are you tonight? Very well. What's going on? Hey, first of all, I want to say congratulations to Joe Burrow, the greatest to ever put on the Ohio State jersey. He he played through it. Well, great job to him. Okay. okay. Uh, next of all. I'm sure LSU appreciates that too, but go ahead. What else you got? Sorry, I'm a Michigan fan. Uh, next, I wanted to say uh, – what do you think about that? Uh, Ohio State only had, or Notre Dame only had ten players on the field on the last game. Of the, wouldn't it have been better to just take the penalty for a half yard and play on than just let the play happen? I think so, and I, I think what what was his what, what was his explanation after the game about that? What did he say? I don't even remember, Jar. Oh yeah, I I saw it. I was confused. I was watching it late at night at a bar, and I was trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And then I think he, what did he say? He, he was trying he to get somebody to go in there. I, I don't know. I thought There's it was no stupid, if that. just from a simple thought. He didn't know at first that there were ten guys. Well, he was. Didn't he say he was trying to get somebody else out there, but it was too late. Well, he's had a lot of versions, but the latest thing I'm seeing is that he didn't know, and basically it was also a blunder because there should be some kind of single in place where there is an indication that they have less than 11 guys, and he made sure that's going to happen next time. Well, I mean, with all of these, I don't want to call them stupid coaches, with all these coaches standing around with these giant sandwich boards and all of this, 
you would think that that wouldn't necessarily be the case, especially here late at the end of the game. I would agree. Uh, I have I have no idea, you know, what his logic was there at the end of the game, Eric. None. Hey, two takes, Jr. First, uh, Pac-12 is getting at least one team in the Final Four, and my second take is that Michael Penix Jr. is going to win the Heisman without a doubt. It's guaranteed, one hundred percent. Okay, all right. Well, hit me up and uh, hit me up at the end of December. Okay. All right, my man. Have a good one. Thank you, Eric, for calling from Texas. Michael is here from Baltimore. Michael, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, hey, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to mention how the Eagles are 3-0 and and their offense is rolling. Andre Swift looked good again under the lights, and their defense is just getting started for a 3-0 and team. Yeah, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, what uh, – I wouldn't – necessarily be shocked or surprised at anything that they do. They're running the same formula. They're running the ball down people's throats. Their defense is whooping ass. They were able to replace out a few of the defenders, bringing in a car to letting Hargrave go out to the 49ers. Yeah, they're they going to whoop ass. We only got three undefeated teams in the NFL, and they happen to be one of them. So, yeah. You, you think the Eagles might match up with the 49ers again in the championship? Why would I be surprised? You're not lying there. <laughs> Yeah, it's just all all pretty simple, man. They are two they are the two best teams in the NFC. They are two of the best teams that happen to exist here in the NFL. Man, hey, make my day. Give me a rematch and hopefully this time, uh you know, one of the quarterbacks doesn't get knocked out of the game early and we got to look at a joke, you know? Yeah, you give the credit to the uh Eagles defense tonight or Baker's offense. <laughs> Not, well, come on. It's, 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 it's the Eagles' defense. Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. I'd stop there. There's a lot of times where he's inconsistent, which is why I think he is no longer a member of the Browns and they have Deshaun Watson in there. But you you, you got to give credit to the, the Eagles. And they were able to go on the road, go down to Tampa, and take Baker Mayfield's lunch and, and basically send him, give him his first loss here with Tampa. So we, we know this, Mike, and thank you so much for calling from Baltimore. The Eagles are damn good. They're one of the best teams in the league. They are picking up where they left off on that, that roll and run to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, it, it'd be cool as hell if we got a rematch between the 49ers and the Eagles and Brock Purdy was able to stand upright without a busted-up elbow. Sign me up for it. I'd pay attention. Philadelphia beats Tampa Bay tonight 25-11. to Meanwhile, out in Cincinnati, the other Monday night football game, we got a two-for-one. Uh, Cincinnati beats Los Angeles 19-16. to 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk more about the game that ended about 30 minutes ago. We're going to talk Cincinnati, Los Angeles, We're going to hear from Jalen Hurts. Might as well hear from him and talk more football. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 